This will be where you may find yourself doing strength training exercises. This is where majority of the time I will see myself in and the zone where you just start to push yourself a little bit harder. Yo, 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 what's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Macro Hour with Nikki Stock, co-founder of Warrior Babe. And on this podcast, we talk about mindset, methodologies, and tactics that will help you lose body fat, build muscle, be strong, and feel insanely confident. I am your host, Nikki Stott, and welcome to episode number 36, where I'm going to talk all things related to heart rate zones. And this is probably going to be a pretty short podcast today because it's, uh, you know, one topic, heart rate zones, and... I don't know how much I can talk about heart rate zones, but I know that you guys probably have questions around heart rate zones. How do I know what zone I need to be in for the type of activity that I'm doing? Is it even important to track? How do I track it? All that jazz. I'm sure you've seen it floating around the space that I'm in zone two. Be in zone two for cardio. Be in zone X while you're strength training. What does that even mean? So... I am here to share that information with you today, which I'm excited about that, but I'm not sure how long this podcast is going to be because again, it's just going to get, I'm just going to get straight to the point and there's only five zones to talk through. So there's that. So let's just, let's just dive right in. Um, Heart rate zones. So a way to, these are a way to measure and monitor your exercise intensity during physical activity. So much so as far as from warming up all the way up to the highest intensity level. And like I said, there's five zones. I'm going to talk through the five zones. But before I dive into the five zones, there, there's a point of what your maximum heart rate is at its highest number of times that your heart can beat in one minute during physical activity. And for the sake of the entire fitness world and everything that you do, this too particularly is very, very individual from person to person. But there is a tracking way, just like how there's online calculators for you figuring out your macros, there is an online calculator to figure out your max heart rate or your MHR, max heart rate. So is it completely accurate? Probably not, but it's at least giving you a ballpark of where your maximum heart rate is probably at. And then you use that number to break it down into a percentage for the zones that you're in during physical activity, okay? So the equation is estimated by subtracting your age from 220. So for example, if you're 30 years old, your estimated max heart rate is 190 beats per minute. 220 minus 30 equals 190. Okay, you guys can do the math for whatever age you are, 40, 50, 60, X, Y, and Z. And so then taking that number... You then break it down into percentages and giving yourself fluctuation there because, again, this is like an estimate to subtract your maximum heart rate. So you're fluctuating between like zone one is like 50 to 60 percent. Zone two is 60 to 70. X, Y, and Z. I'm going to explain all of the zones here in a second. But there's five specific heart rate zones while you are doing physical activity. So starting with zone one, zone one would then be so you take 190, I'm just going to use this as an example since I just spoke to it, but you would take 190 and then 50 to 60% of that max heart rate is zone one. And so 
Zone one is the easiest zone. This is where your heart rate is at like a moderate pace. It's usually ideal for like warming up, cooling down, um, for when you're just beginning to start your exercise routine for the day. Zone two is then 60 to 70% of your max heart rate. And this zone is a bit more intense and can totally improve your cardiovascular fitness. Usually you probably see a lot of people talking about being zone two for like cardio or like, you know, doing all that jazz, staying in zone two. Zone two is, you know, where you're having like a good conversation with someone. Zone two is where you should be focusing on when you're walking on the treadmill. You know, it's been out there and it is out there in the fitness space. A lot of coaches and fitness influencers say that. Um, So it's a bit more intense and it's ideal for aerobic exercise like cardiovascular things, jogging, cycling, swimming, getting on the elliptical, X, Y, and Z. Um, So that's zone two. Then zone three. So you just see you're moving on up here in the percentages of your max heart rate. So we started at 50 to 60, then 60 to 70. Now zone three is 70 to 80% of your max heart rate. This threshold zone is where you start to push yourself a bit harder then obviously in zone two and zone one. So just the more that you do, you're pushing yourself a little bit more in each one of the zones. And this one is ideal for building endurance and increasing your overall just fitness level. Hey, hey, just wanna drop a huge appreciation to you guys listening to the show. It means a lot. I hope you guys are enjoying it and there's so much more to come with it. If you are enjoying it, hit the subscribe button. I'd appreciate that tons. And also it would help this podcast reach others who need to hear these messages too. Thanks so much, guys. Let's get back to the show. This is where like majority of the time that I'm training, I am typically in this. Sometimes I'll dip into zone four, um, but for a brief short period of time. So this will be where you may find yourself doing, you know, uh, strength training exercises, or you're doing supersets or straight sets, or you're going for max reps and powerlifting and X, Y, and Z. Like I said, this is where majority of the time I will see myself in um, and the zone where you just start to push yourself a little bit harder. And, And in it, you are, you're pushing yourself, you're challenging yourself, you're overall increasing your your entire fitness level when you're in this zone. But for majority of you guys, you'll probably see yourself inside of this zone uh, more often than not when you are doing physical activity uh, on a on your in your during your routine. Zone four is then 80 to 90% of your max heart rate. So This is a super high intensity zone where you're working at like your maximum capacity. Like I said, when I was explaining zone three, sometimes I will dip into zone four, maybe at like a PR or maybe when I'm going for uh, a three rep range or six rep range, right? This is where like I am pushing to my maximum capacity and I'm typically in here just for a brief amount of time. Like I'll talk about some tracking devices here in a second, but I don't spend much time up in here. This is like ideal for interval training. So some of you guys maybe do HIIT workouts or you do interval training via like a treadmill and you're doing sprints with walking or sprints with jogging or you're training distance running X, Y, and Z. This is where you can improve your anaerobic fitness. And then we have a zone five. So that is 90 to 100% of your max heart rate. I don't know. Maybe you guys have been here before. 
I don't know that I've ever been here, maybe doing like one set ever in my life that I've ever pushed myself to that extreme. But this is a zone where you're working at your highest intensity. It's ideal for like short bursts of activity. Like maybe if you are sprinting, you'll find yourself break into zone five and then go back into zone four. Or again, if you are doing some type of a hit, maybe you'll break into zone five and then go back to zone four. Kind of like what I explained with majority of the time, I'm in zone three, I'll break into zone four, but I'll go back to zone three. And then during my cardiovascular exercise, I'm usually in zone two. So those are the five zones. Now, you may have some type of tracking device, whether it be a Garmin. I've heard actually recently Apple watches, you can actually like get a test done um, that will tell you exactly your own personal zones. I don't know. I'm blanking right now on that exact test, um, but you can get this specifically dialed in for you and then update your Apple Watch to your own specific zone. So for ideally, like individually for you, and then you'll be able to know as you're working out in your routine where you're at specifically for yourself, which is actually pretty cool. And I definitely am gonna look further into that. Um, but know that this is an estimate and know that tracking devices too are 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 estimates other than this thing that I just talked about. Like, but the Garmin that I use, I pay attention to my heart rate during, uh, right after a set, during rest periods, and all that, and, and over the course of an entire workout, I'll pay attention. It breaks it down to zones for me too, as well. My Garmin watch, uh, but they're just estimates. Are you maybe? Are you there? Maybe that is your ideal spot, but it's just knowing. I just want to put that out there. These things are just estimates. Just like I don't want you to ever have to rely on the calorie burn after and this is probably a different podcast for a different day but the calorie burns are 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 usually not accurate right they're not directly correlated to like your metabolism so how can it be right so is it kind of the same feel that i take when it comes to these tracking devices like your heart rate zones and all that kind of stuff is it cool to use as like somewhat of a tracking measure absolutely but it's not a hundred percent accurate and i just want you guys to know that okay so people do because people do like I, I people rely on using um you know these tracking devices be like oh i burned 300 calories during this exercise or i burned 500 why do i burn more this day and the other day and it's like dude like you know, there's so many other different factors that go into just that one number. So don't entirely rely on it. But people do like to use these heart rate zones as a measurement of a good workout because it can provide a more like objective measure of exercise intensity and effort. But it's that and it's definitely better than paying attention to like the numbers of the calorie you burn in your tracking device. But again, like, I just want you guys to know, it's a great objective, but it's not entirely 100% accurate. It's cool to know these ballparks though. Like I, I told you an estimated um, equation is by subtracting your age from 220 and that's your maximum heart rate. So it's cool to have then with the zones, there's like a 10% fluctuation there, right? Like 50 to 60, 60 to 70, 70, 80, 90, 80 to 90 and 90 to 100. So those are the different types of zones um, that you can, it depends if your tracking device even does it, but that's how you can, measure and monitor your exercise intensity during your physical activity. So I hope that was super helpful. 
very short, but very clear and concise, letting you guys know these different zones that you may or may not be in. It's cool to know like, okay, cardio is usually like zone two. Warm-ups is like zone one. Cardio is like zone two. Strength training, supersets, that kind of stuff um, is zone three. Maybe dipping into zone four, which in zone four and zone five is like a little bit more high intensity, maximum capacity, sprinting, hit, and you may move and fluctuate between some of them. So Hope you guys found that super helpful. If you did, I would so appreciate you guys just taking the time to rate, review this podcast. If you haven't already, we don't run any ads to this. And so it's just solely word of mouth by you guys sharing what you're thinking about this podcast in the review section, rating it. And then that gets out to, it it puts us up on numbers and charts, but then it gets out to other people that may need to hear these messages inside these podcasts and it could help them. So like, I'm helping you. I just ask in return, you do something that promotes this podcast that can help other people. So I would so greatly appreciate that you guys. All right, I'll see you in the next episode. See ya. Real quick, the only ask I could ever have of you guys is to help spread the word so we can help more women lose body fat, build muscle, reach their goals, and feel insanely confident. And the only way we can do that is if you rate, review, and share this podcast. So the single thing I ask for you to do is if you could leave a review. It will take you 10 seconds, and it will mean the absolute world to me and may change the world of someone else.